I'm about to walk you through the virtuous flywheel of niching down. And this is not going to be your typical video on, hey, just select one niche and do outreach to Metspas, right? This is not going to be that type of video. This video is going to fundamentally change how you think about business. And most importantly, it's going to walk you through the most important stuff you got to learn if you want to stand out from the marketplace and make competition irrelevant. And I understand, guys, if you guys have a lot of interest and you guys want to talk about a lot of stuff, this video is going to actually break down the, the process to follow so that you can start fast, make money, and now with cash in hand, reinvest back into maybe building your brand and talking about more broad stuff, okay? Which is pretty much what I'm doing right now. So without further ado, guys, let's get started right away. But as always, thank you for watching. The first thing that I want to let you guys know is if you want to get access to all of these workflows and roadmaps that you're going to see in here, there's a link in the description for you to join my free Facebook group. You don't gotta do anything, just request to join and answer the membership questions. That's literally it. And make sure to watch this at 2x speed so that you can save yourself some time and just take action faster. Make sense? So the first thing that I gotta say, guys, is that this video is going to be for business owners, okay? So if you're looking to be an entertainer, this might not 100% apply. The reason why is because, of course, entertainers like have a broader reach because you can talk about comedy or things that are just like more popular if that makes sense aka you're not monetizing something then the second note is that yes you can still make money without um, having a defined niche but your scalability is going to be limited because of the reasons that you're going to learn in a moment and you're going to be making it much harder on yourself with no actual positive result for the hassle okay like yeah you can be a full service or full stack agency type of company and yeah you're going to be able to get clients but you're always going to be limited to the amount of clients that you can get because you're never going to be able to detach yourself from the funds and number two you're never going to actually own a category for you to be known as the guy that does certain stuff make sense now the last note and i promise that with this we start the video um if you're comfortable just making five to ten k per month while having roller coaster months because you're never actually cracking a predictable lead generation or client acquisition system this video is not going to be for you like if you're not open to the idea of hearing out how this can be of benefit to you and you're going to end up this call saying hey my niche is all e-commerce brands good luck okay or if you say oh my niche is the world Good luck to you, my man, okay? But for all of the other people who are still in the video, let's just get started and let me explain the rationale behind everything, okay? So just to be clear on the, um, just to be clear on the, on the words that we're going to use, when I talk about the niche, I'm, I'm specifically referring to the group of people that you serve. And when I talk about service line, it's simply what you do or how you fulfill on your offer. And the offer is the promised outcome that you sold. Make sense? Those two things need to be super clear. And just a little bit of future pacing, guys. At the end of the video, I'm going to explain how you can create your own niche by actually building your brand. But that's something that, again, is just for a selected group of individuals, okay? This is not for everyone. And I would even go as far as to say that, guys, when you're niching down, it's not only niching down in terms of who you help, it's also niching down or focusing on the actual way in which you deliver results to your customers. Because it doesn't matter what you sell or who you help. And if you have any client right now, you're going to understand what I mean. But there's the 80-20 rule where there's just a couple of things that actually do, does most of the heavy lifting and deliver most of the results to your customers, okay? So you don't even want to just niche down on the, on the group of people you serve. You even want to niche down and focus or stream your operations on a certain service line that is essentially your go-to service where you are the best in the world at, okay? And just to hop into the first reason why niching down is so important, guys, you might be that guy that says, hey, I want to be known for, uh, I want to be known as the marketer who can do everything for everyone because I'm cool and I want to be known as the guy that does social media content but also paid ads and also YouTube ads and also build sales teams, etc. And I get it, man totally cool. You can either feel good about what you do and what you think other people say about you, or you can make money. Okay. It's your choice because let me explain what happens. Let's say that you have niche one, which is Metspas and you have niche two with, for the sake of the example, let's say that this is solar. Okay. So you have essentially two niches, right? Quote unquote. And then you have 
for service lines that you say, hey man, I'm going to sell all of this because it makes sense. I'm going to do Facebook ads, specifically a BSL funnel. At the same time, I'm going to do instrument content management and community management. I'm also, because I'm going to be running ads, it makes sense to have email marketing as a way to you know, nurture the leads. But also, since I'm going to be getting so much traffic, I want to start creating short-form content and repurposing. In your head, you're saying, hey, I'm doing everything for this niche, okay? That's what you believe. The reality is that level one is simply understanding that, hey, the moment that you have two niches or two groups of people you help, it seems like the same service line. But if you go deep, you realize that you're actually changing the process completely if you have to change each line every time that you get a new client. Why? Because, for example, if you're selling uh, an email marketing workflow to Solar, you're not going to be able to use that same sort of workflow or strategy or rationale on the email marketing you do for MedSpass. Why? Because of the nature of the service, the sophistication of the market, etc. For MedSpass, for example, running some sort of lead formats because the actual ticket is a little bit cheaper makes a lot of sense for this group of people. But if you were to do something similar for Solar, guess what? I'm not going to say that it doesn't work. Of course it can and it does. But the point I'm trying to make is that you need to reinvent the wheel every time you get a new customer, even if you have the same service lines. Make sense? And that's just level one. Inside of this same point, there's level two. And the level two is that Inside of this niche, that again, remember the example is, this is MedSpass, you're going to have different clients, like individual people who paid you money. So imagine that you have client one, client two, and client three. But because you wanted to be the guy that does everything for everyone and the world is your niche, guess what, guys? Let's say that client one says like, hey man, like I already have some Instagram content and I already have someone that does that. Oh, at the same time, I already do charm from content myself. I only need the Facebook ads and email marketing. And you can be like, okay, cool, deal signed. Next client, what happens? That client says like, oh man, I love it, but I already have my email marketing, I already have my Instagram content. Dude, I only need Facebook ads and short-form content. You can be like, okay, client signed. AKA, not only are you reinventing the wheel at a macro level on the actual service lines and the actual niche, it's more, when you think about it, on the actual way in which you fulfill per customer. Make sense? Then, let's say that you have client three inside of this niche. That client says, oh man, like I'm interested in just doing Facebook ads. And you're going to be like, okay, cool. Oh, but I don't want the BSL funnel. I actually want you to do a webinar. I don't know, for example, right? And then you say like, okay, man, no problem. I'm an expert on Facebook ads. Then you got to change your deliverables. You got to change your strategy, etc. You, you just say how fast complexity can be the biggest problem you have in your business. The problem, again, guys, is simply that most people out there never are truly able to scale because every client is literally having like another boss on top of them, okay? What you want to do is systematize and streamline your operations. This same example or this same exercise applies for the niche too. Imagine that all of a sudden you also have this same exercise or this same um, problem with client one, client two, and client three, but in a different niche. All of a sudden, guys, you're pretty much screwed at this point, okay? So this is the first reason why, because even if you think that you're just doing four service lines to one or two niches, the truth of the matter is that you're going to end up having approximately um, I don't know, literally 60 different offers. You're never going to be able to crack any sort of predictable client acquisition system for that. Make sense? So that's the first reason why, and this is just like the most obvious one. The second reason why, guys, before we continue with the actual stuff on how to actually, the problems with marketing, with sales, if you don't never, never niche down, the thing is that your actual case studies are not going to resonate since your leads are not going to feel, identify the results of your process, okay? For example, let's say that you had um, your client one that is on niche one, which is MedSpass, and this case study was, or how you delivered an amazing service and they scaled to 100K per month, for example, using Facebook ads and specifically a BSL funnel. Guess what, guys? If you also say, oh, I, I, I still have my solar clients, so I will still try to deliver results to them, guess what's going to happen? This hard-earned case study that you had to pursue your client for them to record and give you 30 minutes of their time, it's not even going to resonate to your group of people. So the biggest leverage that you have, which is actually your client results and your case studies as your strongest form of marketing, guys, is going to end up being 
useless. Why? Because people outside of just the niche that you're already delivering results to are not even going to respond to that. Make sense? So it's just smart to actually leverage that same case study for more people that are just similar to the guy that you already deliver results to. Okay? So these are just like the high level stuff. Like, first of all, in terms of fulfillment, delivery, in terms of your business unit, in your economics, etc. But also when it comes to your case studies. I want now to talk about the two most important stuff that you're focusing on right now, especially you're trying to figure out your niche. I guess that you're not making at least 50K per month, otherwise you'll be already there. So two biggest things that you are probably focusing on right now is marketing and sales. So let's just start off with marketing because here's what happens when you don't have a clear and defined niche that allows you to grow faster. When it comes to marketing, guys, you'll never have a predictable way to generate opportunities and generate attention either through content, ads, or outbound, okay? And let me explain why. If you're doing outbound, who are, going, who are you going to reach out to if you don't have a clear niche? Anyone with a profile? Of course not. It doesn't make sense. Imagine that you want to, every single time you scrape a new list of emails or, or a list of phone numbers or you're going to do Instagram outreach or Facebook outreach, you have to reinvent the wheel and figure out, okay, today I want to reach out to Metspass, aka you never truly built an angle that works for them. Or let's say that you want to reach out to uh, e-commerce brands. You're never going to build an angle that you know that actually works and improve the KPI from there, aka you never have a system. Okay, So... Your outbound is going to be useless. Your ads, look at this, guys. Your cost per leads are going to go through the roof since no one feels talked to. Okay, If you're running ads and you're simply saying, hey, businesses, I will help you make more money, guess what, guys? You're going to automatically be seen as the highest commodity that existed in the history of the world. Okay, Instead, imagine how powerful it would be if you actually said something specific to the group of people you're looking to serve. That's what you got to think about when you are wanting to go from being a content creator or a passionate hobby marketing artist to an actual business owner. Now, when it comes to your content, so let me ask you something. What are you planning to do with your content? ASMR, like just those guys that eat food and record themselves that just everybody has some sort of chills on their spine when they see those videos? Of course not, right? Like you actually want to create content that makes people actually know, like, and trust you, follow you, and eventually, you know, do business with you, okay? This is how the marketing of most businesses look like. You quote-unquote market to the world, and this is the actual visual overview of your ROAS. You don't get anything. Like it, it, It's just awful. And the reason why is because there's no particularization and there's no one that feels directly talked to in such a way that they feel inclined to give you thousands of dollars for you to actually do something for them. So that's the biggest problem. And if this wasn't enough, guess what? The whole purpose of your marketing is to get generate attention for people to eventually, um, well, you know, book a meeting or essentially have a sales opportunity. Let's talk about sales, guys, because look at what's going to happen. If you don't niche down, what the problem is going to be that scaling or growing your business by bringing a sales team or delegating the sales process is going to be literally impossible. And the reason why is because there's no clear and predictable way to pitch your offer, meaning that you're going to be the one that needs to be taking or glued to the phone, change your offer for every client. Because let's say that you have niche one, niche two, or niche three, or niche one and client one, two, three, different type of needs, et cetera, different stages inside of the same niche. Let's say that to client one, you have a sales call and you have to pitch them offer one because they said, you know, remember, oh, I just want a Facebook ads. So you can be like, okay, I close this deal. But you can do that because you're the founder. Like you can decide what, you, what to do and you can just change the offer like on the get-go. Imagine that you have a closer and the closer is going to just magically be like, oh, dude, like for you, I think that the Facebook ads funnel with um, the Facebook lead from ads funnel plus the Facebook group. Oh, for you, man, you know, is for you is the Instagram follower ads. Oh, no, for you, for you, dude, it's going to be a webinar plus appointment setters calling the opt-ins. It's like, dude, Okay, how on earth are you planning to build a sales team if every single time that you do have a sales call from the poor marketing that you had over here, well, you got to change your offering, how you pitch and how other people understand what you do in the first place. Make sense? Let's say that you have, again, your sales call. So to one guy, you pitch offer one. For another guy, you pitch offer two. 
For another guy, you pitch offer one, but pitch in a different way with a different service line. And for guy or prospect number four, you have offer two, but pitch in a different way. You see, like you're never going to be able to build a sales team that allows you to systematize your client acquisition process. And if you're never able to do this, guys, well, good luck trying to build a business that is going to scale past the 50, 100K per month mark, okay? So these are the main reasons why niching down is so important. And once you actually crack this part, um, you actually built a, fly, a virtuous flywheel, okay? And what I want to do now is actually walk you through the virtuous flywheel, how to go around it, and how to actually, you know, do this process correctly, okay? And this is going to be super brief. I can make another video on how to define the best niche for your own skill set, your knowledge, etc. But this is going to be like the process to follow at a hard level, okay? While at the same time, deciding the actual way in which you can create your own niche by building identification on your market and aspirations. So the first thing when it comes to the process to follow, which is part one, is simply um, pick a niche and just choose any. And this is something that uh, Joel Kaplan says, every niche sucks, so just choose one. Okay, so there's no magical niche that is easy and people are just happy all of the time. Every niche sucks, so just choose one. I have a separate video called uh, How I Use ChatGPT to Do My Niche Market Research, by the way, which you can go ahead and search, which is going to help you out a lot. But yeah, first step, pick a niche, and you can start a little bit broad, okay? And the reason why you want to start a little bit broad is because then once you get a case study, you can just double down on the type of prospect or the type of client who that case study was uh, essentially looking like, okay? Once you pick a niche, you're going to find a list of problems that these people have. Okay, we are not thinking about what you want to sell, how you want to sell, what your skill sets are. You're just figuring out the problems. Once you figure out their problems, you're going to build a seducing sales messaging. And the reason why is because in order for you to pitch an offer and to actually sell yourself, you need to have a sales call or you need to have, well, you don't necessarily need to have a sales call, but, but you hear my point, you need to have a sales opportunity. For people to get interested in what you have to sell, you need to be able to seduce them into believing that the thing that you do or the thing that you have to sell is going to be able to solve a problem, which generates opportunity. Now that when you have the opportunity, your offer alignment is what actually makes the prospects buy your stuff, okay? So build your seducing sales messaging. Once you do this, build an offer that is aligned to that seducing sales messaging, get clients, aka validate the sales messaging and the offer alignment. Once you get your clients, deliver a great result so you have a case study. And then once you have this case study, double down and build a sales messaging according to the case study that you have, and then just double down on that one, okay? You should pick a niche, start broader, and as you start to, you know, getting clients and seeing results, you start to negatively segment the market so that you can go to the group of people that you know you can help uh, much easier, okay? And this is just like the process to follow, guys. I want to now show you how you can build your own niche, but again, this is just for a select group of people who are just looking to more than just the revenue, okay? This is like when you want to build a tribe and you want to build a community of people who just like you have a certain set of aspirations and this is when actually building a brand makes sense, okay? Because once you are done with this and once you have group case stories and you actually have proof of competence demonstrating that you're good at whatever you do, this is when your niche can be a certain broader group of people collectively aspiring to a certain thing. And that can be your niche. Because here's where building a brand plays a bigger role and you can start appealing to a, a, to a bit broader audience while having proof to back up your claims. AKA, this is what most people call simply building your audience and your, that audience that you build is your niche. But the problem is that most people are never able to build an audience simply because they have not done anything. So you, you, most people just try to do this part in here without doing this part in here of actually solving a problem in the real world. Make sense? So guys, if this video was helpful, subscribe to the channel, like this video, comment down below your thoughts on this, and let me know what sort of content you would like me to create. For the action takers, if you're interested in working with us, go ahead to the link in the description. You're going to see what working together looks like. You're going to see just shy of 50 pages of client results, just of people working with us, case studies, client wins, testimonials, etc. That's it, guys. I hope that this video was helpful. Helpful. And as always, thank you for watching. See you guys in the next one. Bye.